Hello, I'm Scott Millis, senior pastor here at Living Word Family Church, and I'd like to welcome you to our podcast. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope that today's message encourages you and equips you in your walk with Christ. Here's today's message. Hey, folks. Welcome to Wednesday night. So glad you could turn tune in tonight. Hope you're doing well. Um, you know, we've been studying on our small group. We've been studying Andrew Walmack's You've Already Got It. How many of you know we've already got everything that God uh, provided through Jesus Christ? And it's important that we know that. You know, last number of weeks, so the last time I've been on, uh, we talked about positioning ourselves to receive from God. How many of you know it's important to be in the right position to receive something? You can't, if you're, if you're, uh, uh, somebody is, is, is uh, wanting to give you something, but you're not around or available to get it, you're not in the right position. And it's the same thing with the things of God. He's blessed us. And it says in Ephesians 1, Paul writes that he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in the heavenly places. So he's given us everything through Christ. Uh, like Andrew talks about, we don't have to go beg God for things he's already told us he's done. That's some of the things that, that, that we do from tradition uh, and, you know, people wrong teaching. Uh, we go and, and beg God for something like uh, healing or deliverance or salvation, which he said it's already been given to you through Jesus Christ. So we have to know that. And, and then I talked to you about after you uh, position yourself, find your place in Christ. Find your place where you belong uh, and, and what you need to be doing in the things with God. Because it's important that we all have a position. How many of you know that? We all have something that we contribute, contribute to the body of Christ. And, and he isn't judging us on uh, what I, for me, he isn't judging me to be, well, you don't do what Pastor Scott do. No, he judges me on what he's told me to do. He doesn't judge me on somebody else. He judges me on what he's called me to do in this, in this uh, in part of the body. So it's important that we find our place. First of all, you gotta find your identity in Christ. You gotta know that in Christ, <laughs> all things are in Christ. And when you do that, you can begin to experience the things of God. Now, over in Romans 12, too, you know this scripture, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. What? Transformed from your old way of living to the new way that God wants you to live by the continual renewing of your mind that you might prove what is the good and will and perfect will of God for your life. So we have to do that. That's finding your place. And then I talked about staying true to your place. In other words, when you put your hand to something, don't turn back. Uh, that's, that's a lot of problems with a lot of people in the body of Christ today is they get going a little bit with God and then something comes up and, and it talks about that in that one parable of the sore, the cares of the world, of the, the lust of other things or, or trouble comes along and they're out and gone. But the best thing we can do is stay true to where God has placed you in the body of Christ. Amen. Then we talked about uh, staying faithful. That's what I was supposed to be talking about last week. I think I went a little different way last week, but staying faithful. Over in, in uh, 1 Corinthians 4, uh, chap or 1 Corinthians 4 chapter, or verse 1, Let a man so consider us as servants of Christ and stewards of the mysteries of, of God, Moreover, it is required that stewards be, that be one that one be found faithful. In other words, we're to be found faithful to the things of God. Faithfulness. He rewards faithfulness. How many of you know that? 
And so it's important to know that we need to remain faithful. Now, and in Luke 16:10, it talks about he who is faithful in what is least or the little things is faithful as in also in much. So we're in this not for the short time, not for the sprinters, but for the long haul. If you watch track and field there in the Olympics, they had the, the short 100 meter runners and they had that. But you know what? It was uh, that one girl in Wisconsin, uh, uh, the first time uh, in an in Olympics, won third place in the marathon. She went 26 miles. She was in it for the long hauls. She could have quit any time along that race. Well, we can too, and we're not to do that. You know what? It's, it's, it's important to start, uh, maybe get out of the gate fast, but it's how you end up is more important. And if you're faithful to the call of God, uh, and, and in the little things, it'll reveal your heart. You know, your heart is, a, is an important thing. Your mind, your will, your emotions, how you live your life uh, wraps up, you know, into your heart. It, it's so important because out of the abundance, Jesus said, of your heart, your mouth will speak. That's over in Matthew 12. Out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. Because it's important. What, what the enemy wants to do, he comes to what? Steal, kill, and destroy. But what's he want to do? He wants to steal the truth out of your heart and get you to speak what he wants you to, uh, to speak So you, because we'll have whatsoever we say. That's what Jesus talked about. Isn't that true? So it's important that we know what our, what's in our heart. Then we talked about the Lord preserves the faithful. I mean, you know, he's, he preserves us through hard times, through bad times. We got so much going on in the world today with the pandemic and, 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 and all the violence and all the stuff, but he'll take care of us if we're faithful to him. That's what's important. And then he also in, in Psalm 101, verse six, it says, my eyes shall be on the faithful of the land that they may dwell with me. How many of you wanna dwell with God? He who dwells in the secret place of the most high God shall say of the Lord, and then you say what he is to you, amen? Dwell with him. So it's good, uh, God's looking for faithful people to reward faithful people. Now tonight I wanna to talk to you a little bit about using your gifts and using the gift and talents and abilities that God has given us. And that the, the one of the parables I was looking through, and I looked up a bunch of uh, 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 things on, on uh, Matthew 25, verse 14 through 30. And here's what it, is, what it talks about. The parable of the talents. You know the parable of the talents. You've heard this before, but you need to hear it again. For the kingdom of heaven is like a man traveling to a far country who came to his servants and delivered his goods to them. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and another one, and to each according to his ability, and immediately he went on a journey. Then he who had received the five talents went and traded with them and made another five talents. And likewise, he who had received two talents, two more also. But he who had received one, one went and dug in the ground and hid his Lord's money. So he, uh, and after a long time, the Lord of those uh, servants came and settled accounts with them. So he had received the five talents, came and brought five other talents and saying, Lord, you, you've delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents be, besides them. His Lord said to them, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You are faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. It goes on to say he who had two talents came and said, 
Lord, you delivered to me two talents. Look, I have gained two more talents besides them. And his Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Then he went to the one that had received one talent and came and said, Lord, I know you're a hard man, reaping where you have not sown and gathering where you have not scattered seed. And I was afraid and went and hid your talent in the ground. Look, there you have what uh, you have what is yours. But the Lord answered and said to him, You wicked and lazy servant, you knew that I reap where I have not sown and gather where I have not scattered seed. So you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers, and at my coming I would have received back my own with interest. Therefore take the talent from me and give it to him who has ten talents, for everyone who has for everyone who has more will be given, and he who has an abundance, but for him who does not have even what he has will be taken away and cast and the unprofitable servant into the outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Now, in the commentaries on this, which I looked up the commentaries, which I've had for years, that um, back when I first came on staff, Pastor Larry had them too. Uh, uh, I looked these up and it talked about the Lord <laughs> went to a far country. This is talking about when Jesus left, he ascended unto heaven. He gave gifts unto men. He gave us gifts. He, well, we know that over in Ephesians chapter 4, which I want to look at that real quick and read. In verse 7, he gave gifts unto men. Uh, starting with verse 7, or verse 8. He was ascended on high. He led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. Now, he ascended, what does that mean? He also first descended into lower parts of the earth. He also descended, at, uh, is also the one who ascended far above all heavens, and he made uh, might fill all things. And he himself gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. For what? For the edifying or the equipping of the saints. Who are we? We're the saints. We talked about that last week or maybe the week before about when we're born again, we become saints. We don't have to wait 400 years and have a group of people say, well, they were a saint. No, we're all called saints for the work of the ministry. See, we've been called to a work. And it goes on to say, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come into the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to be perfect man to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ, that we should no longer be children tossed to and throw, and carried away with every wind of doctrine by trickery of men in cunning craftiness of deceitful plotting. But it goes on to say, but speaking the truth in love. Now, who's supposed to be speaking the truth in love? All of us. Not just the, the, those gifts to the body of Christ that were edifying and, and equipping us. All of us are. May grow up in all things into him who is the head, Christ, from whom the whole body, now that that includes you, my brothers and sisters out there. He hasn't left you out. Joined and knit together by what every joint supplies. How many of you know, Pastor Scott's talked about this. It's talking about every one of us has something to contribute to the kingdom of God. And we're not talking about uh, just the church, although it is the church at, at large, but it's the kingdom. 
the kingdom is, is kingdom ruled by God, amen? And that's what we're in now. And we're, we're to contribute to that together by what every joint supplies according to the effective workings, working by which every part does its share. How many of you know we got to do our share? That's the faith where the faithfulness comes in. We find something to, to put our hand to and we begin to do it faithfully. And it, and it causes growth of the body for the edifying of itself in love. So he's saying, when, when the Lord left, he gave gifts unto men. Well, this, this parable is similar to that. The Lord went to a far country. In other words, Jesus left the earth, did he not? And the Lord entrusted his goods and his talents to his servants, to the, to the servants. Amen? The servants uh, treated the Lord's good differently, didn't they? They treated it differently. The one, the one had what? Five talents. What did he do? He immediately went to work and gathered up five more talents. In other words, he multiplied what God had given him. He, he wasn't stagnant. He wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, he, he wasn't unfaithful. But he was faithful. And likewise, so was the one that had two. He said, "I've gone and, and got uh, two more." And see, and we're not judged on the one that had 10 or five. We're judged on if we had two, we're judged for what we did with the two. That's the point. And the one that had the one. Now, the one that had the one, he wasn't faithful at all, was he? He wasn't faithful at all. And so we have to know that we're to be faithful. Now, here's some of the things it said. The Lord entrusted his gifts, his uh, abilities, and responsibilities. How many of you know we have responsibility? <laughs> I've said many times when you join or, or enlisted in the service or were drafted into the service, it didn't matter how you're in the army now <laughs> and we're in the army and everybody has responsibilities. The general has responsibilities and so does the private. So everybody has responsibilities, but he entrusted us. Can you imagine that? The, the king, the prince of heaven, the, the Lord of the universe, Jesus entrusted us with his with his talents and abilities to spread the gospel. Wow, that's, it's just amazing. And he said, when he ascended on high, that's what he just saw, he led captivity captive, and he gave gifts unto men. Now, the Lord called us his servants. Well, he also calls us his sons if we're born again, but we are servants. And what does that mean? Bond servant. It means the word is for bond servant. He calls us his own special group of people. And we're supposedly to be faithful to what he's called us to do and responsible to his service. You know, uh, in, in the, in the uh, you've, you've known this, in, the, in this armed services, you've seen where people have went above and beyond or, or were very faithful and they get awarded for that. They get rewards for that. Well, that's what we're doing here on earth. Now, we don't do it because we're looking necessarily for the rewards. We're looking to be faithful to the one that, that died for us and gave his life for us and said, go and, and, and reproduce. Amen? That's what we're supposed to do. But he gave us his property, his goods, and said, go and share it with everyone. And that one, the first one said, the, uh, uh, that first servant had five. And he said, man, can you imagine my Lord gave me five gifts, five, five talents. Now, it could, talents, he would, Jesus was talking about in this parable about money, but he likened it. And here's what it says down here. It says, uh, he t uh, let me find out where it, uh, he, it talks about, 
in this, uh, gave it about talents because he was talking about we're entrusted with what he has given us. Amen? All spiritual blessings, everything that pertains to life and godliness has been given to us by Christ. And now we were to share that and we're to be responsible for it. And the number, the first servant was faithful. He didn't uh, mess around. He went immediately to, to uh, recover more. He multiplied more. And see, this is, we, we're talking about when you have a, a gift such as salvation, we're to give that away. That's part of what we're to do. We're not, we're not to hide it. And the second uh, servant was likewise. He had two talents. He, he went immediately. He, with what he was entrusted with, he's began to use it for the kingdom of God. But that one servant, that last servant, yeah, he had opportunity to be faithful as the others. But he was afraid. How many of you know uh, you can be afraid and fearful and, and what God has given you and you don't want to speak about it? You don't want to be faithful to, to do what, anything with, him, with what God's given you? You know, that's, that's a misnomer. Everybody has been given talents and abilities. And, and he hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. What? To use those things for his glory. How many of you know that? That's what it comes down to. It's all for his glory. See, we're his own. We're God's own uh, uh, special people on this earth. And we're, we're to take care of what God has promised us. Amen. Amen. What is it God's called you to do? He's called you first to be a witness unto him. If you can go to Mark 16, if you've got your Bible, you can read in there. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. Well, I thought that, Pastor Mike, that was just for preachers. No, that's for all of us because we've been given the, the, uh, uh, the ministry of reconciliation where we're to preach what God has given us. Now, look, if you don't, if you don't know what you have, you can't give it away. But if when you know this word, hey, you can touch people's lives. You can lay hands on the sick, which the Bible says to do, and watch them recover. You can cast out a devil. Woo! In this day and age, well, you got, we got a lot of opportunities this day and age because there's a lot of devils out there, especially in America right now. Isn't that true? But listen, how do we begin to do that? Well, we begin to seek the things of God first. You know, over in, in, uh, in Matthew 6, uh, when, when Jesus is talking about, don't worry about what you wear, don't worry about what you have, and this, that, and the other. But he says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. How many of you know where to do that? Where to continue to seek his, his, uh, his kingdom. Amen? His kingdom. His king's demo, uh, 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 domain, you know. That's what God has. It's his kingdom. We seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And then all the things that we need will be added unto us. That's where we get off a lot of times. We don't, we don't seek the things of God. We seek what he can do for us rather than seeking his face. Goes on to say two servants were responsible, very responsible. They went to work immediately. They lost no time and began to serve quickly. You know, that's the best thing that we can do when we get born again. The devil, the devil holds us back sometimes by what we think well i'll get to it sometime we ought to get busy right away begin we were i was and uh we were in a, a, a prayer meeting here a week or so ago and and uh i think it was greta talked about a girl uh, that came into mercy's refuge and uh she got turned on to the things of god now she's so turned on she's going to get involved in missionary work and and, and go spread the gospel 
And this is, this is somebody who just got born again not too long ago and began to find out who she was. Amen? Amen. Let's don't sit back and wait for somebody else to do what God has called us to do. Each one of us has something vital to do. You know, sometimes I, 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 I'll, I'll be very honest with you. I think, oh, you know, I'm not ready to do this, that, or the other. But then I sit back and think, Christ gave me everything. Eternal life gave me everything in my life today. And I'm going to hold back and I'm gonna get tired and sit down and not do anything. Well, Mike, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm physically I'm not able. Can you pray? Can you give of what you, uh, tithes and offerings? Can you, can you bless other people with, with encouragement? Oh, you, there's so many things you can do. Every one of you out there tonight has a, has a gift that God wants to use for his kingdom. Amen? Amen. But it goes on to say, they were faithful and diligent they used their abilities and energy immediately. They exerted themselves, expended their energy and effort to use what God had given them. Wow. <laughs> they were successful. I mean, even though they were successful, when the Lord, now when the, their Lord returned in this parable, they, what did they, he say to them? They were, you, you were successful. You, you did what I asked you to do. Well done, amen? That's when Jesus comes back again. He's going he's to reward us for what we've done here on this earth. Now, we're not working for our salvation. It's already been paid for. But we can work it out, as Paul told the Philippian church, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Everything's been given to you. Now work it on out. In other words, use what he's given you. It, they were not slothful. That's Romans 12, 11. Not slothful in business, fervent, fervent in spirit, serving the Lord. Amen. Serving the Lord. One servant was irresponsible. He simply did not use what the Lord's gift. But note what he said, somewhat active. He was active. He spent time and energy to go out and bury the Lord's gift. In other words, he, hit, he spent a lot of time trying to hide it. Isn't that true? He hid it. His days, his time, his service, his energy were to be the Lord. But he took it, his life and days in his own hands. I mean, you know, we tend to try to do, uh, read over this Bible and, and say, well, I don't know if I agree with that or not. Usually it's an excuse not to do something. But we have been called, every one of us has a gift. Say that to yourself right now. I have a gift. I have gifts and I have talents and I have abilities that God wants to use. So say that to yourself. But, but anyway, we're not, we're not told, but his efforts were not spent in the Lord's cause. He served only himself. He was worldly, lustly, lusting after the flesh and possessions of this world. He was out to serve himself instead of God. That's a terrible place to be, my friends, is out to serve yourself. We're not to do that. Now, four lessons, and this is in the commentary. Immediate, what we're, we're to do. Go immediately to work. Immediate action, immediate use of God's gifts are expected. Don't hold back. You know, sometimes uh, the more we hold back, the harder it is to get started. <laughs> uh, each hesitation, it says, each hour, each day, uh, where, to max, or where maximum energy and effort are not uh, given is lost opportunity. Each lost opportunity equals unfaithfulness and slothfulness. What a strong example the two faithful servants were. 
the efforts of the, the faithful and diligent will bear interest or fruit. And that's John 15, 7. If you haven't read that, read John 15, 7 because it talks about we are to bear fruit. And see, their actions bear bore fruit. The, the servant who uses his gifts faithfully and diligently will witness a manifold increase in the goods of his Lord. Now, uh, a striking point, the person with one talent is, is as responsible to use his gift as the person, persons with many talents. Well, if I could speak like Pastor Scott, or if I could sing like some of the the, the praise team members. I do this and I do that. No, everybody has something. Everybody has a, a responsibility and a place in the body of Christ. You out there tonight, if you have something that everybody in the body of Christ needs, somebody needs what you have tonight. Too often a person who is gifted with little, little feels his service matters little. That is not really worth the time and effort it takes. This attitude forgets something. The gift is not ours. The gift is of the Lord's. It goes on to say it is used to be used and full energy and efforts are to be exerted in its use. The use of a single gift is to occupy what days and hours we have on earth. We are to be faithful even in this a small or a single gifts, always faithful and always using what we have for the Lord, even if it's a single gift. Amen. Amen. This is important. This is really important for all of us, is that we have to know that God has something for us. I think one of the hardest things, with especially with a lot of times with new Christians, I don't know. Everybody's been. The Scripture tells us all were sinners and and you know needed a Savior. So we all came from something. But sometimes when people have, have had uh, grew up and don't have a, a very good self-image or they had bad things happen to them, it's hard for them to catch on. But if you get in this Bible and begin to understand what God has done for you, you know, 2 Corinthians 5.17, I'm a new creature in Christ. Old things have passed away, behold, all things become new. So I can do something new now. I can use what God has given me. I don't have to look back and say, well, I can't do anything because I, I wasn't uh, highly educated, or I wasn't, uh, I didn't have this, or I didn't do this, or I did No, 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 no. God will provide and has provided everything you need in this life to be a blessing to the kingdom of God. Can we just all join together? Because what, what do we want to hear when it's all said and done? We don't want to hear what that, <laughs> what that one servant who had one talent had and didn't use, for it says, uh, for to every, well, let me just read it. He said, but the Lord answered. He says, I was afraid and went and hid my talent. There is, and what is yours? But the Lord answered and said, you wicked and lazy servant. Boy, we don't want to hear that, do we? We do not want to hear that. Now, we're not to push ourselves so hard that we're not doing something that God didn't tell us to do. You know, sometimes we get caught up doing, trying to do everything. We can't. But there are things that he's told us to do that he wants us to do that we need to be faithful to. So whatever that God has given you to be faithful to, just put your hand to it and don't look back, right? But what do we want to hear? What do we want to hear? Let's hear what, what he said to this one servant. He said, he, or the two servants. He said to the one that had 10, he said, uh, and the one that had two. He said, the Lord, you delivered me two talents. This is the one that had two, and I gained two more besides that. What did he say? 
He said, well done, thou good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. What did he say to the one that had five and made it into 10? Well, here's what he said. He said, uh, he said Lord, uh, so he had received the five talents, came and brought five other talents, saying, Lord, you delivered me to five talent, delivered to me five talents. Look, I have gained five more talents besides them. His Lord said to him, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful over a few things. A few things, my goodness, a few things. I will make you ruler over many things. Wow. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Amen. That's what we all want to hear. He's not saying you have to do everything. I'm entrusting you with a few things. You do those few things and I'll give you many things to be ruler over. Isn't that good news? And he's not judging us on the one that had 10 or five or the one that had two. He's judging us on whatever he's given us. Now, if he had given you five, you ought to use those five. But if he's given you one, use that one, whatever it is. Amen. So we can be faithful and use the gift that God has given us so we can hear that well done, good and faithful servant. That's, that's the, the promise we have someday. It'll come to pass, I'm telling you. It will come to pass. And we can be assured that God is good to his word. Amen? Amen. Well, let's just pray tonight. Father, I thank you for everyone in the sound of my voice. God, you called us out of darkness to be the light. You've given us gifts and, and talents and abilities and responsibilities to use for the kingdom of God. God, you, Jesus, you gave gifts to us as, as, as apostles and pastors and teachers and prophets and all that for the, for the equipping of the saints. But then you told us to go after we get equipped and do something with it. So we just, we just determined tonight, if we haven't been doing the way the things you've called us, everyone out there tonight and everyone that sound this, this message, take stock of yourself and just say, Lord, what is it you would have me to do? Put your hand to something. Get busy doing something, and, and the Lord will bless you. And I thank you, Lord, for the people there tonight. If they need anything at all, if they need healing, just begin to speak healing, what the Word of God says. If they need deliverance from anything, begin to speak what the Word of God says. If they need, uh, if they need salvation, just give their heart to the Lord tonight. Say, Jesus, come into my life. I was a sinner. Now I want you into my life. You can do that tonight, wherever you're at. So just do that. But also, just begin to fulfill the call that's on your life, that you might be faithful. Get, get in that position that you need to be in. Put your hand to something and don't turn back. And we just give it all the praise tonight, Lord, in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Thanks again for listening. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. And if you enjoyed today's message, consider sharing it with a friend. For more content and information about Living Word, check out our website at livingwordfamily.org. And remember to live the gospel and preach the gospel.